fact, there's endless amounts of things that you can do with your time. Mm-hmm. There's a, a limitless amount of opportunities, right? But it, yeah, this, this shameless plug. <laughs> In theory, there are a limitless <laughs> amount of options in all 360 around you to do with your life and time (laughs) oh Um, my god (laughs) i'm not gonna mention that i just noticed that um (laughs) are you serious (laughs) you never i've never saw the l of a d what You're a creative dude. <laughs> you are a creative dude. Wow. I'm sold. You got stock options? I want to invest. What's up, y'all? We're back. Another LT360 podcast. This is the first of its kind. Uh, I've never had someone in this position with me doing it right here. So. Uh, this is going to be fun. You guys know who this guy is. And if you don't, his name's Josh Matthews. He's a fit pro. He's the guy that gets me to the gym on Sunday mornings and squatting things that I wouldn't do on my own. <laughs> and uh, he is an aspiring paramedic and firefighter, works at Lululemon, works at Gravity and Oxygen, teaches classes, personal trainer, fit pro former employee of anything and everything you can think of and and the uh, hairstylist of the gym for sure. So uh, we're here and it's funny because we were like, you know, what are we going to talk about today? And we had no idea, no clue. Kind of still don't know what we're going to talk about. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, but it's cool. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we finally sat down. I'm glad glad to be here. I'm glad to be featured on the LT360. (laughs) Thank you, bro. (laughs) Um, It's kind of funny, like, uh, how we just ended up working out all the time together, just like randomly. Yeah, you know, it's like, a, as you know, you kind of came into the gym as I was leaving, so we didn't get to spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Um, but then I, as I came back in, the, I feel like the best way to get to know someone is working out with them. Um, and then it's, uh, accountability is a huge thing. You know, it's like if, the biggest. Because yeah. if I knew I was going to come to the gym on, on Sunday morning, <laughs> At 7.30 by myself, I would not make it 90% of the time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. whenever you tell me you're not coming on Sunday, I don't go. Yeah. So, but if I know that I'm like, hey, Dylan's going to be there, I got to be there because I don't want you waiting on me or looking for me when I don't show up. So mm-hmm. um, it's a big motivation to have a partner when you're working out. Know someone that you know is going to be there waiting and looking for you, you know, whether it's 7 a.m., whether it's 5 a.m., whatever it is. Um, yeah, no, dude, if, if, you know what I did yesterday bro if I I didn't know I had to be there to work out with you this morning I was not making it that's a hundred percent and I think a big part of um, just in general staying healthy Mm -hmm. doesn't always come down to necessarily just what you're doing but who you're putting yourself around and who you're trying to hold yourself accountable with for sure and then uh, just to to backtrack so there's no question when dylan says like i know what he did yesterday for those who don't know what he did yesterday (laughs) he probably had about six to seven hours of activity whether playing basketball coaching fitness classes had his own workout and everything in between so he had a pretty strenuous day um but still made it into the gym this morning at seven and then i managed to squat 
Yeah, <laughs> weight that I haven't touched in years. So I almost hit a new max on his back squat even after that. Yeah, and it, I have, like I said, if you're not there, I'm not making it. And I was late this morning too, but <laughs> like, at least I got there. Right. So some, move, some movement's better than no movement. Yeah. No, I agree. It's um, for me, dude. And you weren't always like an athlete, right? No, so for never, me, never an athlete. It's become so much more of uh, a mental piece for mm-hmm. me like just staying fit staying active um moving in general and especially like you know i've been playing basketball a lot more it's helped me so much here more than Mm. anything and i don't think people understand the the full ramifications of not working out or Mm. not being fit or not being active day to day no and then i can completely agree with that and some people can't justify the time it takes someone thinks it's a huge investment to being fit but if you're really once if someone's people that are unfit they get fit they understand because your quality of life and life is and everything that you do day to day is so much easier when you are active versus when you're not active um but people that don't take the time to be active don't realize that Mm -hmm. you know so whether it's like oh and you you need to have some internal and and external motivations but you know if you have kids and you want to be active and play with your kids or you know if you live in a place that has stairs and you get feel like you're getting winded going up and down the stairs Mm -hmm. and you're starting to take like when certain activities have to become a thought you're like oh I have to take the stairs because someone went in the elevator you're like I have to think about going up the stairs rather than it just being automatic if your if your day-to-day activities become difficult like you have to understand why that's happening but i think the easiest way to put it is like an object emotion stays emotion exactly. an object that stops stops it's so much harder for me to find motivation when i sit on the couch it's so much easier mm-hmm. to continue watching a movie for two and a half hours once i sit down and put a movie yeah. on yeah, it's so, so there, there's from a mental standpoint, there's so much pull in either direction. Exactly. And that's kind of like when people are trying to find motivation to go to the gym after work, if you pack your bag and you go from work straight to the gym, you're more, way more likely to get to the gym rather than, okay, I have to go home, get clothes. Cause you, you go home, you're like, let me sit down for a second. And once you sit down, mm-hmm. you, it takes so much more force to get you moving again. So, yeah. you know, I mean, even like we, we spend what, 15, 20 minutes, just kind of like moving around yeah tiptoeing not really doing anything crazy and we don't spend a serious amount of time like killing ourselves no, you know no. and everything's everything's intentional with our some people think you know as being fit, fitness professionals that we have these crazy insane workouts <laughs> yeah. which you know it's kind of just body movement you know we add some load on ourselves but we spend a good amount of time loosening up making sure our body feels good and see what we're about to get ourselves into mm-hmm. uh, but we probably spend 30 30 to 45 minutes working with some resistance and going through our exercises, but we want to make sure we spend probably 15 to 20 minutes, you know, against on the ground, going through mobility, stretching, light cardio, whatever it may be, and kind of thinking about what we want to do today. Yeah. And it's always, it's like the first question, how are you feeling today? Exactly. How's that body feel today? Um, And that's why I kind of stay away from myself is staying away from like long range programming because mm-hmm. if i go into a workout and my body's not feeling what i programmed for me the day before and i feel like i'm now I'm getting off track from my program mm-hmm. then it kind of demotivates me i'm like okay i can't do this today because my body doesn't feel right but you know getting into the gym and i'm like okay my body feels good for squats let me do squats today or like hey my body's not doesn't feel good for squats let me deadlift so i'm still doing lower body mm-hmm. but it's just a different modality um and that's why i that's the way i like to program my workouts you go in with an intention that is broad and mm-hmm. you narrow in on it as exactly. you get there and that's kind of 
I'm assuming you do the same thing with your clientele, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we have a general aim, generally like, okay, I want to make sure I'm, we're doing upper body day. Like, so and maybe we, if, you know, chest pressing or is, isn't right for them that day, we can try overhead pressing. This is still pressing motion with the upper body, um, but different modes. Or maybe, you know, they're not good with dumbbells today, but we can do bands. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many ways um, to attack the body um, as we're working out. And, you know, one of our staple sayings that we always say is, you know, <laughs> He knows, he, you know, knows, he knows exactly <laughs> what I'm going to say. So there you say, so what, strategies are many. Principles are few. Principles are few. You know, strategies may change, but principles never do. And there's a million ways to skinny yeah. cut. <laughs> right. right. So there, there's all those like sayings and things, but they have, they have value. Um, and they, they allow you to not be so rigid. You mm -hmm. can't be super rigid. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And especially unless you're like your competitor or you're, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're doing it for sport and you're in a competitive nature. That's where you really the dial in to be super strict mm -hmm. about what you're doing because you want to make sure you're not doing too much one thing that's going to affect you doing another thing the other day. Um, when you are a super high uh, at a competitive level, that's where you have to be really strict on your programming. But for a day to day average person, you know, whether you are going for a run one day or doing squats the next day or doing bench press or whatever it may be, maybe you squat two days in a row, mm -hmm. right? The idea is just keeping that body moving, right? Get a little, get the heart rate up, get a sweat, you know, feel good. And that's all you really need to do from day to day. Again, unless you are a competitor mm -hmm. and you have an actual goal in mind. Yeah. So there's, there's plenty of ways to make fitness and physical mm -hmm. and aesthetic gains without being an absolute you know, uh, psychopath about it exactly. in a sense, right? And it's way easier to maintain than it is to get. Mm -hmm. So it, especially, you know, I think a lot of people our age, they get into the working life and it just, mm -hmm. there's an absolute pitfall of health. Mm -hmm. It goes down a, a, a big rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. I think that, that that plays a big role in a lot of people mentally and physically for people that used to be athletes. And again, I was never an athlete for myself. I was always active. I actually grew up spending, you know, 10, 12 hours in front of a TV or in front of a computer playing video games. And mm -hmm. I tell that to people, people are super surprised by that. But, you know, I was, I was outside daily, you know, I grew up, I, thankfully I grew up with probably a neighborhood full of 10, 15 kids. So playing sports outside was never a problem. We always had the people to do it. Um, but I've seen, and I have a, had a lot of clients that used to be college athletes, high school athletes, and, and they've like, oh, I put on a couple weight right, since then, since I stopped playing. And what it really comes down to is your daily activity plummeted as soon as you stopped playing sports. Yeah. So your calorie, calorie expenditure went down, but you're still eating like an athlete, yeah. right? And then again, that plays a big role physically now because now you're gaining weight, but then you're also thinking about what you used to do, what how you used to look, how you used to feel, and now you're super unmotivated, right? And you're now you're doing this like self- uh, Comparison. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when I when you get back into the gym, you're like, okay, you know, oh, now I can run it fast again. You know, and you start coming over those hurdles, right? Mm -hmm. As you make that progress back to where it used to be. Um, then you start getting motivated because progress is, is motivation in, in a sense um, and is and addictive in a nature um, as well. Um, and it's kind of hard to keep I, that going because you do plateau. Everyone plateaus and then you're like, okay, like I'm not, I'm not losing pounds anymore. You yeah. know, what do we like? I got to change something. I got to do something else. Let me just, or some people are just like, let me just stop. Mm -hmm. All right. So then we don't want to stay away from that as much as possible. Yeah. No, the, the mental fortitude to, um, 
to take a hit every time you plateau most of the time it's because of a lack of creativity there's something that you don't know yet there's something that you're not doing there's something that you're not exploring you're not aware of that's how i've always viewed it it's an opportunity to kind of grow and be like okay i'm, I'm missing a piece there's a piece that i can insert maybe it's tempo training maybe it's um uh something that is you know mobility restrictive right mm -hmm. maybe it, it, there's so many different aspects from that end um that people are we're just so consumed with all the other stuff we have in a day-to-day -day life that we're not allowed to feel in tune with what we actually have for a body what what's our vessel we're more in tune with how our car feels than how we feel mm -hmm. right um and i think that plays a big part but it goes down to what we were talking about before like balance mm -hmm. there's you know the balance of understanding when you can indulge right yeah. and when you can't um and you painting a picture really quick you grew up in yeah so i mean this is a very not a hard question to answer people are like oh were you born in florida i was like no i was born in california but i moved here when i was about three years old so like oh you must have loved california i was like um i don't remember any of it <laughs> so uh born, uh, raised south florida uh west boca so boca Raton, the whole third whole nine people are like oh people compare boca like oh this and that i'm like i have nothing to really compare it to i think it's okay <laughs> it's all right yeah yeah it's funny when i it's like people know it for a lot of different things um, up north where I'm from, people are like, oh, wow, it's like super wealthy there. Mm. Friends were like, oh, that's where Drake always talks about in his songs. And like, <laughs> There's so many uh, weird things that I didn't even know uh, when I moved down here. And it's funny because that's really, I've lived in two other places, but mm. I've spent 90% of my time in Boca because I've worked, I've only worked in Boca. So all my clients are in Boca. As we like to say, we, we live where you vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're People are like, oh, you must go to the beach all the time. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I've been around the beach for 25 years. It's, it's sandy. It's hot. <laughs> That's true. It's I, like, if you go to somewhere that has mountains, like, oh, you must be hiking all day. I'm like, listen, I spent a couple of years. It's the same mountain. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I've been up there. I've been down it. Like, we, we can go if you want. but <laughs> I, I want to spend more time on the beach. But the uh, reality is that you have clients during the times that, you know. Well, I mean, that's another thing about a profession yeah. is that we have to work when you're not. You know, as we, so we're, everyone's mm -hmm. at work from nine to five. That's when we're almost not working, just depending on our days, yeah. you know. So when people want to train at 6 p.m., that's when we're working. People want to try, try train at 6 a.m., that's when we're working. But the other thing is in such an affluent area, you have people that don't work. So you, then you have people that come in in the middle of the day or they're exactly. CEOs, so they decide when they do work and they say, all right, I'm going to come in and work out at 12 or one or two. So there's there's that aspect to it, too. But no excuse to not take advantage of going to the beach more often. <laughs> and when you live out west in Florida, if you live more than 15 minutes from <laughs> the coast, you, know. you might as well be in Texas. Like, yeah. you're not even close. The beach? <laughs> That's a trip. <laughs> I don't know. That seems... The tough part, though, is that parking. Yes. You have to pay for everywhere, everywhere that you park in Florida. Unless you want to walk really decently far. Yeah. Yeah. So, And but... you walked to the beach this morning. 
Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you don't step on the beach, no. right? That's the other thing. Lose. Is the road goes directly to the water. Like <laughs> you have, you There's have stairs. Yeah, you have fifty feet of beach. Everything else is like it's the city. Yeah. You're you're either in the city in downtown or you're um, in the water. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. There's that's that's the other thing that's so vastly different because I grew up in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. There. Like you, you know when you're getting to the beach. You you're, smell. You're like, oh wow, you we're getting sm- close. <laughs> you smell. You can smell yeah. the the salt water mm-hmm. from like miles away. Yeah, you can't. You have no and that's idea. like that's no like idea. that's how it used to be like when I was younger because we'd come over the bridge and you could see the water for a split second. You're like, yeah, we're, we're almost there. You're like, it but starts turning into palm trees and like, mm-hmm. like that's but now it's, it's just, built up that much. Yeah, it's different. Crazy. I mean, it was not like the beach was bigger, but like you could definitely tell, like, oh, we're almost there. Yeah. Right? So you can come over that bridge, you can see the water, see the sand, you see some waves happening. Like, oh, yeah. And you get there, and the sand's hot. And you're just <laughs> you're like, oh, no. <laughs> but, no, but we, we got to this, this conversation because we were talking about indulgences. Yeah, and, and one thing that I like to say is that the only way you don't get to where you're going is if you don't get back on track. Mm-hmm. You know, so whether some people, you know, it's like, oh, I had a cookie and so if I had one, might as well have two, might as well have three, you know, might as well just eat the whole bag or whatever it may be. And I had one beer, so then yeah. you had two beers, right? Three beers. And he's like, let me just drink the whole night because I already started. Um, and which is, I mean, in itself is not inherently a huge deal in the in the big picture, right? It's what you do the next day or the or say if that was Friday night, it's like, what are you gonna do Monday morning? Um, try not to let it go that long, right? But start kind of rebuilding yourself back up. Sunday, get into the mindset that you're gonna get back on track on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you know, I was doing so well, but I fell off track. You know, it was one day leads to the next. Like, to the next. It was just so much work to maintain, and it's like, yeah. so then you go into the spiral, and you then you're off track for three, four weeks, um, and then it's so much harder to get back on track because then you try to go back into the gym or doing what you were doing and trying to go back to where you were when you're not there anymore. Yeah. And that's um, a lot of it comes down to the, I think just the culture, right? Like it's, you're either all in or all out. Mm -hmm. Things are either right wing or left wing. Mm -hmm. Things are either black or white. There, there's such a lack of, of gray scale in like kind of how we go about things in a day-to-day life especially from American mm-hmm. like perce- uh, perspective is weird. And it translates to all of those things that for thousands of years, we were just, it was just the normal thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, there wasn't millions of options. I was actually, like I told you, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, right? Yeah. Was, uh, with John Mackey. Yeah. Now I know the CEO of Whole Foods. <laughs> um, so, uh, Joe Rogan's talking, he's like, you know, they went back and forth about, you know, they you have to cut the crap out of your diet. Most people are just, they're consuming high calorie nutrient, you know, list foods like all day, all the time. And it's more so, it's not necessarily the healthy foods that you're eating on the vegan end or the carnivore end or blah, 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 whatever in the middle but it's more so just taking the bad stuff out. And then he said something really profound at the end. He said, this is the only time in history of anything where the poorest people are fat. And I was like, wow, that's actually super true. It used to be a lack of food because you had a lack of money, you couldn't afford food and you were malnourished and you got diseases because of that. But now the 
easy to get food is high calorie, high calorie low, low nutrition, cost. low cost, and now it's causing obesity mm-hmm. and now also causing health problems. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, 40%. Yeah, no, it's, it's 40% of the United States is obese. It's absurd. It's scary. It is. Um, it's it's some of it is just lack of medication. Some of it is just um, lack of uh, aspiration and and desire to change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that comes from like self confidence, uh, where people are experiencing a lot of um, negative talk from just a young age, like nature and nurture. Mm-hmm. They're growing up in bad environments. They have nobody to lead the way and they end up just following that path yeah. as well. Yeah, it's, it's so it's so hard to understand, you know, when you see someone and because it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you're like, oh, whoa. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 300 pounds a day. That's crazy. <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> yeah, this isn't Santa Claus, <laughs> right? With the beard. You know, what happened? <laughs> but it's, I don't know if it's just, you know, sometimes I feel like we are not honest with each other enough to be like, hey, Dylan, like, you know, I'm, I'm concerned. Because yeah. when it comes down to when we talk about people that are overweight or obese or, or higher in weight, it's not coming from a an area of like, you need help. It's more so like, hey, I'm concerned about you, right? It, like you're in a, a high risk, you now are in a high risk profile, mm-hmm. right? You, depending on what you have going on life-wise, again, whether now you're approaching age 40, 45, 50, high risk. If you have kids, you start thinking about their future as well. I mean, you could have a heart attack. Literally like that. And you can you could not be experiencing any heart problem or any problems in itself, but it could happen because you are in a high risk due to your weight. Um, but I feel like, well, again, a lot of us are so tiptoeing around people's feelings and emotions mm-hmm. rather than it's like, oh, yeah, no, you're happy. That's fine. Look, I'm so happy for you. And say, listen, and that's what it comes back to, to yeah. the accountability thing we were talking about before. And the, uh, the, the biggest part is that individuals are looking for comfort more than they're looking for the truth mm-hmm. and reality. And if you really think about it, it costs more in the long run to be unhealthy than it does upfront to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And I was having that conversation last night with somebody like you're going to either pay to have a healthy diet and a healthy lifestyle up front or learn right you're going to pay for an education to learn about that healthy lifestyle and how you can take care of yourself or you're going to pay for it on the back end if you're unhealthy your insurance is higher Mm -hmm. your likelihood of being uh, injured much higher your likelihood of being ill and having medical bills much higher your likelihood of getting cancer diabetes Mm -hmm. heart attack all of those much higher and where does that it puts you in a financial situation later in life that carries over to your kids mm-hmm. but the other thing at our age too is if you're unhealthy and you're actually thinking of like oh this is a good time for me to have a kid your genes it, it, we, we know there's genes and there's epigenetics right there's mm-hmm. genetics and epigenetics epigenetics is basically turning the gene on or off it's either a good gene bad gene you turn it on or off depending on your lifestyle so if you're living a crappy lifestyle you decide to have a kid all of those epigenetics are more likely to be stronger in your offspring so now we're just bringing more unhealthy people into the world we're giving them a worse you know start yeah. 
we're giving them a worse chance of being healthy and having to overcome those mm-hmm. things. And it's crazy because you can get into all the nonsense of like the food is genetically modified. That means they're changing the cells in the food. And then we're consume the you're if you're you know consuming that that food. Yeah. That food is then becoming something that your cells are made out mm-hmm. of. Then you are having offspring, and now their cells are made out of it's. And it's crazy because another thing that we're <clears throat> talking about the food. If you look at today's youth population, middle mm-hmm. schoolers, high schoolers, they're small. Yeah, super small people, and we joke about like, oh, they stopped putting steroids in the chicken. Yeah. But there, there, there is some, there is some truth behind that. Yeah, yeah. You know, some a lot more people are super conscious about where their meat comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, now they're buying organic and farm raised, and you know, it's not the same chicken that we grew up eating. You know, we had people in like eight, nine grades. I'm like, you look thirty five. Like, you have a full beard. I'm looking for armpit hair. And you're like, you like, yeah. I thought you were someone's dad. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean, bro? Like, why are you in the same math class? <laughs> How many years have you been here, bro? Hey, you're a third time senior, aren't you? No, you're 12? Cool. <laughs> like, I, dude, I was, yeah, I was tiny in high school. Like, when I first got there, it was crazy. I was like, <laughs> I'm playing on the basketball court or the football field with, like, full-grown 18-year-old men with kids, and I'm 13. <laughs> I, I don't even weigh 100 pounds yeah. soaking wet. I'm gonna look like that in four years. What? <laughs> no way. I still don't look like that. <laughs> it's it's perpetually aching. Oh, it's absolutely but. insane, dude. And it, it really does come down to, I think, there's one the chances that you have of being grown into a good family or good environment mm-hmm. and good accountability around you. Mm-hmm. And then there is the understanding that if you don't have that luxury, trying to create that mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yeah, and sometimes you have to be that outlier in your surroundings. You gotta notice that you gotta kind of have some kind of, let's say like visual or understanding or, or recognition of like, this is needs to change, right? Whether, you know, you have, parents that are unhealthy and you're like you know what this doesn't feel too good right and you might have that same understanding like you can't change them you can't because you don't have any control over other people but you can do something about yourself um and i think that's somewhere we can transition to is where we're talking about you know people this past year obviously has been a train wreck uh, of of a year um some people as we come into as we come into 2021 you know people oh i didn't make any new resolutions or i didn't make any new goals i'm just gonna use the same ones from last year because you know obviously covid and everything else ruined all my chances for uh (laughs) for me completing my goals and i got in the best shape of my life COVID. (laughs) so people were people saying the pandemic so long that they got in shape and out of shape (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's but you know in the grand Schema things, you know, this, I mean, the pandemic shouldn't have, whatever your goals it may be, and obviously it could have some effect on it, but it shouldn't have made you put a stop or put a hold on what you're trying to achieve. There's always some forward motion you can be doing. You know, obviously, if you were like, oh, let me hold all these conferences this year, where you're going, obviously, you couldn't do that. You could have made sure you set up and planned what or put some groundwork or blueprint work for those conferences and still made some forward forward motion um and with me saying that as well i've heard countless amount of times is that oh 2021 better be a good year because 2020 sucked 
And I'm like, well, are you going to make it a good year? Or are you just going to sit back and see what happens? The universe doesn't owe us anything. <laughs> no, definitely. Whatsoever. Not so. <laughs> so. Especially all the shit that we do to it. There's no way that you can just expect um, things to be handed to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like, again, we're not going to wake up one day and like, oh, uh, no COVID. That's crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to toss my mask out and go about my neck. Oh, I don't need these anymore. But yeah. it comes down to a question of what are you going to do to make 2021 a better year for yourself rather, uh, rather than waiting for it to be a good year on its own. That's true. And it comes down to uh, being comfortable with sitting down and having those thoughts, I think, mm-hmm. because most people are so distracted, right? They're, they're not even comfortable sitting down and having, you know, a notebook or a planner and writing things down mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis or thinking where what do I want to do with this year? Yeah. What, where would I like to be a year from now? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I have a, I have an alarm that goes off every Sunday while we're working out and Josh is like, Dylan, 9am. They're not sleeping in. Yeah. 9am. Uh, there's two alarms actually. One is, uh, where are you going to be a year from now? And the other one is, um, they're not taking days yeah, off. So is. why, so why should I, um, and that, I mean, if you think about it, right, I always thought about, like, the, the bad guy in a movie, they're, like, you don't, yeah, it's a movie, all right, but they're not, <laughs> but they're not, like, they are, because there are things based on true stories as well, right, they're, mm-hmm. and they're so driven by what they think they're supposed to be doing every second and every hour and w- what their goal is, whether it's to freaking take over the world or whatever, Yeah, they, they are so driven by that that nothing else is coming in the way like it does not matter i'm going to figure out that's an obstacle i'm getting around it that's an obstacle i'm getting around it they're not like you know it's a sunday let's have a lazy sunday let's just you know hang like, out oh oh shoot batman uh, batman's here <laughs> yeah, yeah never mind i don't want to do this yeah. anymore <laughs> let me find something else to do <laughs> i've seen how this goes <laughs> like the joker no, they still try to do yeah. what they need to do yeah. you know there, there's always something that you can be doing to push forward and going back to 2020 there wasn't you know maybe you couldn't work out as much maybe you couldn't work out on your squats maybe, right yeah. but maybe you just decided okay well i'm gonna learn how to do some animal flow right and it's like you, you took one a negative here of like not being able to progress your body in mm-hmm. one way and you said oh, well i can progress my body in another way yeah. i can find something else to do i can work out twice per week as opposed to six times a week that I was after work because I don't work there anymore and the gym was right next to it and yeah and like in, in it goes whether again just like that you could have figured out another way to do it but at the same time maybe you weren't working as much mm-hmm. and when your excuse was that you didn't have time to work out right now you you're could, given the and you were when and when you were presented with that you have two choices right like oh man I have so much time to work out now but the gyms are closed so let me <laughs> let me do nothing right yeah or you lace up your shoes and you go outside, you go walk, right? You go run, right? You do some squats, you do some push-ups, you do some lunges. Um, I think some, like society or some people have this notion that you have to have these crazy workouts, you know, that elaborately planned and or professionally planned workouts, you know, when Orange Theory closed, when GNO was closed or whatever fitness studio you guys were working at or was closed, you're like, oh, I don't have my workouts anymore that they were giving me that were so awesome. You know, I don't know, like, what am I going to do? And you end up doing nothing. 
Like he, he could literally do 10 push-ups, 10 lunges, 10 or 10 squats five times and, you know, go for a run. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, you do that three times a week. It's not anything crazy. But again, when you increase your daily activity, that's all we're looking to, to do is just move more. Um, move more, you know, lubricate the joints, get the, the body. Um, the body will tell the mind what to focus on. Right. So the the mind is is and a lot of times it's um, it's basically pulled in any direction based upon what the body is feeling and, and uh, sensing. Mm-hmm. Right. So if the <clears throat> the body senses heat on your hand, right, like a fire, mm-hmm. your mind goes there, everything else out of the way. Mm-hmm. If I if 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 I had a itchy ear and Josh shot me in the foot, I wouldn't care about this, right? Um, those sorts of things, like when you get into the moment of working out, when you start to put yourself through something like that, your mind, everything else goes out of the mm-hmm. way. And I don't think we do that enough either. Like when you read, reading does that for me. If you're reading a book, your mind is enveloped on those words. It's not it's yeah. not worried about all these different things when you're so quick to like pick up your phone and you're, you're, you know, yeah. you watch you're buzzes like, and you're, you're like, like, Oh, oh, uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. you know, I'm so here <laughs> that I can't even hear it. I can't hear what people are saying anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, then you're sniffing other, whoever's like, oh, you never listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you caught me for 30 seconds while I had my phone in my hand. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, true. We get we get distracted. There's endless amounts of things that you can do with your time. Mm-hmm. There's a, a limitless amount of opportunities, right? But it, yeah, this this shameless plug. <laughs> in theory, there are a limitless amount of options in all 360 to around do, you to do with your life and time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not going to mention that. I just noticed that. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> you never do I've that never saw the L of a D. What? <laughs> You're a creative dude. <laughs> you are a creative dude. <laughs> wow. I'm sold. <laughs> you got stock options? I want to invest. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. You can invest your time. How about that? <laughs> invest invest your I time. I am shook. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. What a <laughs> I can't believe it. I've looked at this sign for Dude, over a year you, now. You, you, I've you've seen, seen it, it on everywhere. Like, I've got it on. <laughs> Never not once. I'm like. I was like, that's a weird cardiograph. <laughs> that person is dead. I don't know what all that is. That is, mm. Yeah. Wow. I guess I did a good job you, designing that. You, I guess you I did. did. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that, but the first person to be on the podcast <laughs> and realize it, even though we hang out all the time. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So anyway. as we digress, <clears throat> time can be spent a million ways. Like literally, there's so many different things that we could do with our time. Sometimes, you know, 
Josh poops for 20 minutes. Sometimes he poops for five, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it depends on what I'm doing here. <laughs> exactly. So in that time, is he being productive on his phone or is he not? Right. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many different things you can do with your time. You can come home and think that you <clears throat> have to uh, do the laundry. You can come home and think that you have to uh, clean the something, right? In reality, you don't have to. You don't have no, to do that, Like I was listening to a podcast, uh, one of Marcus Philly podcasts, okay. and he's like, you're always presented with choices. Um, it wasn't him talking. He was talking. He had a, a guest on the show. I can't remember the name right now. But the guest was saying that you're always presented with choices, you know, whether it be like, oh, I need to do my homework. Well, mm-hmm. you don't need to do your homework, mm-hmm. right? But the repercussions of you not doing your homework is you failing school, yeah. right? Again, you don't have to, you don't have to pass school, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, it's like, okay, you want to pass school, so you want to do your homework, right? You want to make, again, when you change your, your verbiage of like, okay, I need to work out. And then it's, you know, it feels like more of a chore than rather something that you want to do. It's like, okay, well, you want to get in shape. Right, so you want to work out, right? Or you you want to get stronger, so you want to lift weights, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, now I want to do this, right? Something that I'm doing on my own. There's no one for, no one's holding a gun to your head and saying you need to work out, right? That could be some good motivation, but <laughs> but no one's no one's forcing you to do it. You know, no no one is absolutely. The repercussion <laughs> is you die. Are you willing to take that chance? Yeah. Are you willing to do that? I mean, there's situations where. Um, you are, like you said, always presented with things. Always, always, always. Right. always you say always. you say like, oh, I need to take a shower. Well, you don't need to take a shower, but you might smell stink. better. You, might <laughs> you don't just absolutely nothing that you need to do, yeah. right? I need to go to work. You don't need to go to work, but you might get fired, and then you don't have any money, and you can't pay your bills. Like I was like, <laughs> I need, I need to go get gas. Right. <laughs> and then we pulled in. I, was like, I didn't have to go get gas. I just it would have been. So okay. it would have been convenient to get yeah. gas now because now when he gets his cars later, he's like, I need to get yeah. gas. <laughs> well, then I will like, I will have a higher need for gas it, because otherwise my car will <laughs> hopefully he doesn't wait till the last minute to go to where he's going, like yeah. a client, and he's like, Oh shoot, now I need to get gas. Yeah. And so it's late for his client. Maybe his client drops him and then he doesn't get paid for that client. Now he's making less money and then he can't afford rent and then dealing with homeless. <laughs> and that's how it happens. But I have money for an RV, so I buy an RV and I, and I drive across the country. And then he needs more gas. <laughs> and he has no income. <laughs> but he has an RV. So he sells the RV and then he has money, but he no. doesn't have a place to live. But he doesn't need gas. I could eat crappy food and have gas. No, you no, know what? I, and we're again. This is another thing that I thought about the other day as I was driving down the road, and I see people waiting for the bus. And then I realized how privileged my life has been to never have to use public, public transportation. Train. I don't even know the bus schedule. If you told me, Josh, hey, take the bus downtown, I would not know which bus to get on. I would not know what time the bus is coming. Mm-hmm. I would not know when to get off the bus. But there's people, you know, that have to, right? Not like they need to take the, they they have to because they don't they don't have the privilege of having a car or, or knowing someone with a car mm-hmm. that conveniently take them somewhere and you know then they have to walk 
X amount from this place to their job or wherever they need to go because the bus isn't going to drop them off in front of their building. All right. So it's like, okay, I get on this stop, I get off at this stop, then you got to walk. Mm-hmm. All right. And you're carrying whatever stuff you're carrying. If you go to the grocery store and you have bags of groceries, you have to, then it's like another thought. I'm like, I never had to think about how many groceries I have because I'm driving to my apartment. Yeah. You know, people are like, and okay. And the time that it takes right? to go they shopping probably, and then walk. Yeah. They mm-hmm. probably can't buy ice cream because <clears throat> they don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But you know, it's like could you imagine it's like, valid. <laughs> like, like they're probably not they're probably not buying ice cream because mm-hmm. it will melt because you're like, yeah, you're you're again you probably have family at home, your daughters or whatever else really want some ice cream. And you're like, God, I can't walk, you know, 30 minutes and then present melted ice cream mm-hmm. to my daughter who really wants it that day. Or whatever it may be. Um but and on the other real quick, no, sorry to cut no. you off, but on the other end of the spectrum, there are people that are not willing f- to take the sacrifice, um, they may be in a place where, oh yeah, I have credit. I could I could buy a car. Mm-hmm. Well, they're looking at it. Well, buying the car leads to what? Okay, it leads to having a monthly payment. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not willing to do that. So I am willing to take the bus mm-hmm. in order to not have to worry about a monthly payment because mm-hmm. in the long run they want to purchase something else and they want to pay for it in cash. No. Yeah. Right. So. Once again, there's a hundred options within that little example right there, mm-hmm. and it goes in both directions. Um, it, it, it's hard to comprehend how you spend your time mm-hmm. when you don't have a wide perspective of what all the opportunities mm-hmm. are what all the options are because at the same time you know those people that that are riding the bus aren't probably aren't wishing for a car yeah Yeah, they just understand like this is what we do Mm -hmm. this this is how you know my life flows and you know i'm perfectly content you know having being content in what what you have i again as society as it always becomes so greedy came up with joneses it's like okay i need this i need that like okay i need a nice car because i want to look a certain way to certain populations Mm -hmm. i have a nice watch and you know where whatever it may be such jewelry or clothing such designer brands Mm -hmm. but and but again like okay well how is that prioritizing in your life are you investing in these nice things or are you investing in yourself at the at the end of the day are you are you being someone bigger or are you presenting to be someone bigger in a sense that's a valid way to look at it yeah are you putting on a facade or if you look at and you look at some of the most successful you know wealthy people in the world like what like steve jobs you know bill gates and you look at jeff bezos and you look at their attire you know or and you're like oh you know he wears the same thing every day like a very simple plain white shirt and some jeans you know not wearing any designer clothes stuff like that and he's like because they understand that their money is best invested somewhere else rather than they're just simple clothes that they just put on to to cover your stuff yeah. yourself yeah you know the big thing uh jeff bezos used to talk about is that he used to drive like a 1990 honda for the longest time he, even when he's uh, approaching becoming a billionaire he mm-hmm. still drove the same i'm pretty sure he still owns the same honda that he he, he had mm-hmm. like jeff you have all this money yeah <laughs> why don't you like buy yourself a really nice car he's like does it drive you from here to there yeah. does my car still drive me from here to there yeah why do i need xyz when it's doing the job that it's intended to do one of um, our business partners in market america dude she uh she had done so many different things she grew up in philly like a poor family 
Um, name's Elizabeth Weber. She now is the number one money earner in the company. She earns over $125,000 a month, right? And she drove the same 1980 car forever. Mm -hmm. Like she was going, she was doing thousands and thousands of dollars a month. And she was still driving that car and like she was showing up and she was bringing people to meetings like in her car she's like no i'll pick you up we'll we'll go just to make sure that everyone got there and she was doing it and it's like are you willing to make the sacrifices in the right places every decision has a, a repercussion every um every level up has a you know you have to spend your time somewhere so you have to spend less time on something else And that's what it comes down to. If you can understand to manage your time and say, okay, well, I have five minutes right here. I can sit on my phone for five minutes and get nothing accomplished in reality. Or I can spend five minutes and do six different mobility exercises or 30 squats and 20 pushups mm-hmm. and be, okay, now I have my five minutes is done and I can go get ready for work. Yeah. And that that's, where most people struggle, I think. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I definitely struggle with it myself. I'm like, you know, I could do this, and then I'm, you know, on social media for 30 minutes when I'm like, okay, I'm in, I was like, planning to go do something else more constructive, and I'm like, you know, it's just so it's much a, easier. It's a constant battle. Um, conversation to, to disconnect. Yeah, I'm like, okay, let me. I feel like it's a lot more work to sit down with a book rather than to pick up my phone. Right. And, but I'm like, and then you find yourself looking at the highlight reel of people's lives on social media and then you feel like you're not doing enough with yourself because mm-hmm. you see everyone oh, on a boat, you know, at this hotel, on this beach, whatever, because they're showing you a highlight reel of all the good things going on in their life. And you feel like that's their entire life. So my highlight reel is mostly right here on my Instagram. It's just it's just the podcast. <laughs> It's the craziest thing, dude. How did you guys see that? Wow. I guess his perspective was off. He planned this. He said he didn't have a plan. He had a plan. He wore the shirt. He put the sign up. The sign stays up. So does that one. He put the L and the T in there years ago, knowing that I would see the L and the T in that one. Now I do. Right. I saw the F and the N and the E. Yeah. You know, fitness, nutrition, energy. I hope it stands for energy. Economics. Oh. <laughs> what a friend. I guess the, the arrow makes more sense. I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, you really, boom, really put the plateaus in there. <laughs> really trading sideways. <laughs> wow. I wonder where the energy's coming from. Yeah. If you like how the F is a pull-up bar. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That's why I knew it was fitness. Yeah. <laughs> And then the fork. The N is the, a fork. Yeah, yeah. That's what I knew it had to do with eating. I thought about these things. Yeah, for a while. Economics with the. <laughs> yeah. With the stock market. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it makes more sense, okay? And after you said it. Yeah. There's a rhyme and a reason for everything, man. Rhyme and a reason for everything. There's a reason. It doesn't rhyme, though. <laughs> oh, I can rhyme. Remember, I oh, do freestyle. Freestyle. <laughs> I'm the guest. He's going to freestyle. <laughs> yo 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 yippee yo yippee yo. no stop because the people are gonna expect me to freestyle because um for reasons doesn't do that for reasons <laughs> not sure our audience but all right what was your favorite game growing up Ooh. um all right ps ps2 or original xbox 
Well, I'm a PlayStation guy. Okay. Yeah, never had an Xbox PlayStation. Never, you never had an Xbox. Never had. I had friends that had Xboxes. What? Never had. Never. Had an Xbox. You know, you like you never cross. So like, if you had a PlayStation, PlayStation was out first. That's true. So yeah. like, I, I knew, remember the gray PS one. Yeah, remember exactly. Those, yeah, and they, had the, they had the big ones, and they had the slim ones. Yeah, the ones that opened up the top. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got. A, I got that new slim PS two. I was the baddest. I was like, yo, this is. <laughs> I'm like, why did what was all in the big PS2? Because now we got this thing. Obviously, you guys, <laughs> you guys figured your efficiency. Out. Yeah. Um, no, right, so, so you're a PlayStation guy. Yeah. Um, favorite game. Favorite game on PlayStation. Um, I was a big SOCOM Navy SEALs, the first per- or third person shooter. Um, when that came out, but I transitioned. I played a lot of RPGs. Oh, ever okay. ever quest i played final fantasy 11 on playstation 2 still play it kind of sporadically which now. one was that uh final fantasy 11 it was online interesting um i haven't heard so of it, had, it just had it's just had it's like 20th anniversary um it's still alive and kicking with the on with players and everything um uh, but I, I i played world of warcraft for okay. i know that 15 <laughs> however long since it released Damn. um but my brother is huge, 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 huge uh, Xbox guy. Um, Halo, uh, Call of Duty, Call um, of Duty, all of those things. That's kind of where I. I was doing <laughs> Call of Duty. I got my PS3, Modern Warfare. I was huge on. People knew me like in school by my tag name. Like, that's without even like brother. without like even knowing me. <laughs> like, even like teachers called me out. And I'm like, oh, yo, people like like people in third period are talking about you. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was talking about Josh. Were they talking no. about? My-, <laughs> my name is Black Ghost. Black ghost. Which I got so much shit for online. <laughs> like, how could you be a ghost and black? Like, or, or shadow? Or, I'm like, bro, I'm gonna kill you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> T-bag, 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 playing like zelda and shit on mm. you know old school old school systems um very very uh, impulse buy was a nintendo switch like three uh, four years ago um for breath of the wild zelda i played it non-stop until i beat it and then i put it down and i probably haven't touched my switch since so my, my, <laughs> my, biggest brother impulse always, buy. my brother always modded the system so he modded the wii he modded uh, the he modded the xbox so he had anything and everything mm. He was a. He was so, I was so a big uh, when I had an iPhone, a big jailbreaking guy. Oh yeah. And I did that. I like I had a little pop up text messages on my iPhone phone. Like, how do you get that? I said it's secret. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, jailbreaking. Yeah. Craziness. I got he's all a, the the the. He's a thug. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's I'm like I'm like more like Edward Snowden. Kind of <laughs> Dude, I never knew that story until I watched that movie. Yeah. That movie is that's wild. Yeah, dude, so cool, so cool. And there's people like it's crazy to think that there's people out there like that, like you know, it's unsafe. It really is. People are watching us on our webcam. I know. Right now. I mean, I kind of feel uneasy. Some people like laugh at people that like put little tape over their cameras, but I mean, obviously, I'm like, oh, why are they? Why is the FBI or whoever want to look at me? I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, how I. You know, it's like if they want to see me. On my computer, that's all you got. Yeah, no, that's so, true. No, but uh, there is, it is possible. Know, 
once once you have enough pull in the world, then there's maybe you know concern. Yeah. I will say if you like work from home for yeah. a company and you use a company laptop, you know the IT guys could tap into your your work laptop, or whatever else. So if you're working from home and in indecent nature, I'd be more careful. Mm. Yeah, valid no. point. <laughs> valid point. Yeah. And if your significant other is an IT junkie, then <laughs> and you're doing some stuff. Close that nobody needs to know about. <laughs> close laptop. Cover it. Close it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. For years, I had mine covered, and it was with a, a little cutout of a sticky note, um, and it just so it stuck on there. Yeah. But it really ruins the quality of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> so they, make every, little, they make little clips now that just you clip onto the top. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I can do that. There's a market for it. <clears throat> there, there's a market for everything. It's crazy. Or you just have the, like Cat a hangover, over. like a little post-it hangover it. Yeah, rather true. Than cover it. See, not rather put like the residue. See, I could think of this, but I couldn't think of that. You know, sometimes <laughs> you just need a different perspective. Oh my <laughs> goodness! He read it backwards. It's like it's like it's like when you're doing a puzzle though. And yeah, you, know, you need another eye. And you can't like, oh, I mean, like, and someone walks up like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you didn't know that. That goes right there. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you know, that's true. I haven't done a. Um, I actually no, I did a puzzle on Thanksgiving with my uh, with my niece. A whole puzzle. Yeah, it was a whole puzzle. Like how many pieces? Um, it was like probably two hundred. Yeah, it was Pokemon. Me and my me and my mom would knock Pikachu. out like like a thousand fifteen hundred puzzle piece or piece puzzles in like two three days damn it just sit, and then she would um like mosh podge it Ooh. yeah so it stays together and then some of them we put in like picture frames around the house that's really cool I don't know which ones they are and i can't realize it's a puzzle until you like get closer like, oh this is a puzzle that's creative uh, uh but we'll knock out like a thousand piece puzzle in like two three days it's on the kitchen counter for the and you just walk by do a couple pieces and go about your day or we'll sit down there for like hours just like knocking yeah. you know she'll have, she'll do the whole edges and then i come in <laughs> I'm like, I'm banging uh, up the I was like, let me know when you're done with the outside. <laughs> like, I can work my way in, but <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, I, I was more of a card game person growing up. We played cards a lot as a family. We never, we never did a lot. Because we had a basement. Yeah, I feel like cards and basements go together. Yeah, Florida's, that's true. Florida don't have basements. Yeah, nope, we don't have cards. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We also went camping a lot, so cards was uh, common there. Um, never went camping. Never went camping. No. Not even glamping. What's glamping? <laughs> glorious camping. Glorious camping. Or glamorous camping. Yeah. I guess is so. I mean, we started. We started uh, intense, um, and then we had like a little like nine foot camper, um, and then we had. Um, so you said you started intense, but like I heard it started intense. <laughs> I don't kind of card game. You, play, like, yeah, war? Like, <laughs> you thought we were talking about cards still, like intense games. No. Uh, no, no. I started with goldfish. I used to play um, memory with my grandmother a lot. Um, but that's about it. Um, what else from like a. So you have one brother. One older brother, one older sister. One older sister. Yeah. Your parents are still together. Yes. Still together. Yeah. They still live in Boca. Yes. Did you ever travel at all? Not a large amount. Like my my 
mom's from Jamaica, so I went like and my dad's from Antigua, so we would go to different island or the different islands okay. every other summer just visiting family back and forth. Every other summer would switch. Um, other than that, uh, not no huge travel. I mean, I've been to Colorado a couple times because my best friend uh, went up there for school and he's now living out there. But probably should do more traveling, but it's hard. It is. It's hard. easy but hard at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's um uh there's there's a push and pull when you are the accountability person for so many people, uh, right? As a fit pro, um, and the the job is almost never over in a sense, right? It's a it's a constant thing. Um, on top of the fact that you know you went to school, so you have student loans, you know. So I paid. I worked two, three jobs at a time to pay myself through school. Luckily, yeah. so no debt. That's huge. You went to. I went to Palm Beach State for two years. FAU for two years. Now doing my EMT back at Palm Beach State. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And I went the five-year private school route. Yes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of students. <laughs> um, but dude. Do you really think they're going to cancel some of these student loans? I don't know. They're, you know, I mean, I don't want to get too political um, on the LT360. <laughs> um, There's I, no uh, P in there. There's no political side no. to this brand whatsoever. I, I looked heavily now. <laughs> I looked in, in depth at multiple different logos where this is posted in this room. Um, there's no P. But you know, every time I open up my phone or check the news, article, news articles, I see that Biden has uh, another executive order trying to be pushed through. I was like, wow. This guy's been busy. It's been five days. <laughs> Talk about spending your time. But, this guy is not wasting any of it. But, you know, maybe. I mean, anything, anything's possible. He's only trying to forgive. I mean, obviously, ten grand for all the students is a ton of money. But you know, ten grand for some students isn't. You know, theoretically, the money's made up anyways. Yeah. Print it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like you know, someone that has a two hundred thousand dollars student loan, you know, ten grand's like okay, thanks, it's a little know scratch on the back a little bit but you still so much in depth um so that would that would be about a fifth of mine so that would that would tackle a, be a huge but, I, mean, I don't know anything 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 is possible anything helps too so, um what do you think you think we're getting 1400 stimulus checks probably not 1400 i can see us getting another hot other 600 to, to match the other 1200 we originally got but maybe not not the fourteen hundred to get the two thousand that we were originally promised. Well, <laughs> mentioned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valid. Was, There's so many things. Mentioned. They threw so many numbers out there. It's like, let's give them two thousand dollars a month for six months. So I'm like, I'm like, I like that one. <laughs> that one looks oh, good. I don't know the repercussions. Yeah, but I like that one. The ramifications. Yeah. So we're gonna be. We're the whole country is gonna have taxes like California. So a lot of things happening. I mean, crazy. People were making more money on unemployment than they were when they were employed. So why go get a job? Mm-hmm. No, I know people that yeah. That were doing Some people that. actually quit their jobs so yeah, they could basically get unemployment because <laughs> it was better. Uh-huh. Like, why or, or they get themselves fired. <laughs> so <laughs> you're fired. All right. Cool, thanks. So I can get on the phone right? Files tomorrow. That's a, they're handing out money. <laughs> they're putting it on a platter. It was like five hundred sixty dollars a week. Yeah. Something ridiculous like that. It's crazy. Which is, you know, we worked through the pandemic and we didn't, <laughs> didn't get that. Yeah. Um, all right. Favorite movie. 
I like the Fast and the Furious movies, uh, specifically like one, two, and Tokyo Drift. No one really likes Tokyo Drift, but dude, no, Tokyo Drift is the best one, <laughs> uh, in my opinion. It depends on how like I like culture, how like you how well you're following the story because when it came out it didn't make sense like yeah. where where does this have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. Um, and they threw Vin Diesel in at the end. You're like, well, why is Vin Diesel in Tokyo? Mm-hmm. But um, other than which is from a production standpoint, that's just mind blowing to think that they had that movie made way before, and then the reasoning why came out three movies later. Yeah, I don't know if that was planned or just like we'll figure this out as we go. But like, let's do like a Tokyo. Like, even nowadays, like when I see cars with like the underglow lights, I'm like, that shit's dope. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's funny because the first, you know, two are there. There, I mean, the first one is I, no, the first, the second one, too fast to yeah. Sorry, is all Miami. So like when I moved down here, that was like. What you expected? Yeah, I was just like envisioning that for the long time. Oh, ludicrous, <laughs> racing the jet skis. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, where is that spot? I'm yeah. trying to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, go. That yeah. did look dope. Uh, I was on the intercoastal. Had to be, right? I don't know. Were they racing jet skis? Can't be racing jet skis on intercoastal. It's a no wake zone. <laughs> it like Lake Boke is an intercoastal. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe know. Maybe there's a spot like that. <laughs> um, Either way. Or other movies. I'm trying to think. Transformers. Transformers good. Obviously, Marvel movies. Big Spider. Mm-hmm. I like Spider Man. Um, Andrew Man. Andrew Garfield Spider Man was really good. And obviously, Tom Holland's doing like a super Crazy. badass job. But I, Andrew Garfield did an awesome job with Spider Man as well. Shout out to Andrew Garfield in case you see this. <laughs> I'm a fan. Um, I'm a big Zac Efron fan as well almost anything i watched the greatest showman last night for the first time a little late on it but uh-huh. i liked it um but have you seen down to earth yeah you watched I that? Mentioned, oh yeah, I, think yeah I mentioned it to you yeah, yeah. you're actually the one who told me uh about but it. zephron shout out if you're watching this too on lt360 mm-hmm. uh yo zach um i got the darren olian book only because i watched down to earth and uh darren appreciate you bro Zach, appreciate Hashtag you. Zach Efron. Yeah. Hashtag Zephron. Zach Efron. Zephron. <laughs> Zephron. Um, I watched right Seventeen here. again like oh. two weeks ago. Uh, great one. He's um, super talented. Yeah. And like he's like a Disney star that didn't go down south. Yes. Because like, Disney, I don't know what Disney's doing. Out. I don't know what Disney's doing to people, but not great. Someone should yeah. look into that. Yeah. Now there's a lot of speculation. Um, there's a lot of speculation that uh, some of like yeah. the uh, recent presidential families are involved in all whatever, that whatever it may be. <laughs> um, hashtag shout out Demi Lovato. <laughs> if, you're watching, if you're watching this on the LT360, uh, Miley Cyrus. Were you, uh, were you a Zach and Cody fan? Well, I mean, Sweet I watched life. it. Sweet I watched it. I think they made it up pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Zach, Cody. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but is that uh Zach Efron is still number one, so <laughs> if you see this. Josh hundred percent wants to be in a musical. Um oh. without a doubt. High school musical. If there's a high school musical seventeen yeah. or whatever you guys number you on. <laughs> well only if Zach Efron's casting. Only if, yeah. If you want like uh what was it, Mike and D was it like Mike and Dave need wedding dates? Yeah, With Zach Efron and the guy from uh, uh whatever. I can't remember the name. It's super, super hilarious. But you lost me. If we want to do like a Zach and Josh need wedding dates, 
<laughs> guy, Josh Matthews, <laughs> Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. Hit him up. Inverted uh, Josh, Josh on Inverted Instagram. Inverted <laughs> underscore Josh on Instagram. Yeah. Zach Efron calling you out. <laughs> Who else want to do like, um, what is it, uh, Baywatch or what was it? Yeah, Baywatch. Baywatch, yeah. The Rock, shout out. Dwayne yes. The Rock Johnson, huge Dwayne. motivation, uh, huge inspiration. I woke uh, up at 3 a.m. plus three hours this morning. Um, <laughs> so if... Uh, the Rock, if you're watching. Yo, I did have a massive platter of Wait, sushi for dinner last night. You know, hold on. <laughs> you're messing up my shout out to The Rock. Yeah. The Rock. Uh, Zach, if you guys want to do a Baywatch 2, you need an extra. Dude, I mean, you guys filmed, filmed it at Deerfield. Uh, yeah. Three minutes right down the street. Yeah. Flex for real quick. Or maybe show them the quads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have my tights on. New tights. New tights. New tights. One day you'll catch me. In the, the, I'll get a red Speedo. He's Quadzilla, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> large, large in charge yeah. over there. So I'll go on the whole like keto diet with you, Zach, if we're doing that again. <laughs> um, actually, fun fact, I know the guy that trained uh Zach Efron for that for really? Baywatch. Yeah. Um uh he said he was miserable during that time. Yeah, he said he was so mad. Like, I, I absolutely hate this. This is not not how anybody should live. But you did look spray painted, so <laughs> good work. Well, yeah, it was uh definitely an insane transformation um yeah wild 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 stuff. uh and then the rock if you want to if, if i can come visit you at the iron paradise mm. uh that'd be super awesome as well i'll wear a mask if i have to um dude yeah I ate a massive platter of sushi last night for dinner did you also have 40 pancakes um, I only had 39. Mm, you're not there yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, how many calories does he eat on a day? On a day? I think like 5K. Oh, that's not bad. I think. That's not terrible. He eats like, he eats like, uh, like five, six pounds of like salmon mm. or like some Alaskan cod yeah, a day. Yeah. I'm like, where are you getting all this? Do you get, where are you getting all this fish from? <laughs> <laughs> Who is catching all these fish for you? <laughs> You're running the market dry, Wayne. All right. Yeah, seriously, man. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm excited for these elk and bison burgers, dude. The quality of the meat is so unreal. Right. Like, we, I gave him some bison jerky earlier. Um, I get it from an online website. Oh. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's um, it's super high quality. So it's called grasslandmeats.com um, or US Wellness Meats. And they, everything is um 100% uh, grass-fed organic <clears throat> um, um you know, pasture raised all that someone or you know uh rich froning came and it made a jerky company interesting because he has like a farm i don't know where he's got a jerky from but he has mm. a farm i forgot what it's called shout out to rich froning uh world's fittest man like four or five can't yeah. remember in the row uh watched a lot of your videos super inspirational as well yeah He's a, all right, so where do you find most of your motivation from? Oh, people. Uh, We're talking about Marcus Philly. Marcus Philly is, I love his content. Shout out Marcus Philly. Yeah. Um, love, love his content. I'm on his email list. Love his workouts. Love his creativity. Uh, watch his post. Uh, done a couple of his programs, but he, he's super awesome and I feel like super relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, his story is pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's some, you know, his, his, his approach is not so much like ground and pound and stuff. It's like, okay, like, listen, because he used to be a CrossFit uh, competitor as well. He's done all that stuff. Uh, I think he competed bodybuilding or maybe not competed bodybuilding, but he did bodybuilding training for a while as well. So now he's like, listen, I'm in a different place in life. Um, like, let me just 
let me still kind of maintain my aesthetics, but also feel good doing it. So his his podcast is um, Look Good, Move Well. Um, and that's kind of like the background of all his training theories. Like, listen, all right, we don't need to be killing ourselves in the gym, but we want to kind of have a sustainable workouts that really like I'll feel good going in every day and feeling accomplished and still maintain or making my goals, whether it's weight loss, whether it's muscle gain, um, whether it's increasing your cardiovascular um, health or, you know, increasing your Olympic list, whatever it may be, um, everything that you're looking to achieve is still possible without the, the, um, the burnout. Mm -hmm. So um, his stuff is really awesome. Outside of, of him, I'm always looking like a lot of, um, a lot of mobility videos through like on Instagram, so interesting stuff that I can incorporate in my day to day. Um, who's that guy? Uh, the, you know, yeah, with right. the beard or the other guy? There's a beard, uh, what's his name? He's like the beard man or something. I don't yeah, know. um, you should couple. probably have these locked. Well, in this was a plan, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't even know you were gonna yeah. ask me this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, valid, valid. No, other than that, I mean, watching, watching. You know, you have been going to YouTube and having motivational videos, but you, a lot of the mindsets of successful athletes, successful business people. So you're looking at, you know, Kobe Bryant, RIP, you know, his his mindset was super different than everyone else's. That's how he was able to play at such a high level. Yeah. Um, you're looking at, you know, Mark Wahlberg. You're looking at, you know, The Rock. You're looking at all these people, you know. Um, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, again, different mindsets. And, you know, they're performing at such a high athlete, but they're Joe also Rogan doing... does some too. Yeah, you're look, but you're looking at people that just think differently and perform differently than everyone else. And, you know, these are the people that are up at, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever it may be, um, just because, you know. But more importantly, they're going to sleep early. They're not doing well, yeah. all the bullshit, you know, Sometimes, that most people are yeah. doing. Yeah. When you're living such a high, high <laughs> lifestyle. Well, it's a high priority, I yeah. should say, for them. Right. So, the priority isn't, oh, I need to go out with my friends no. tonight. But when you're working on kind of someone like Kevin, I highly doubt Kevin Hart gets eight hours of sleep. Mm. There's no way. If you, Kevin Hart, if you see this and you're getting eight hours of sleep, DM me. I want to know. Oh, show me, show me, show me your Apple Watch yeah, that yeah. shows eight hours. If you're out there doing, you know, stand-up comedy, being a producer, getting your fitness in, having time for your family, and getting eight hours of sleep, I want to do whatever you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, and it, it it comes down to that constant conversation of and conscious awareness of like, how am I going to spend my time? Mm -hmm. And you know, when you get home, do you have to do this or do you? prioritize i'm going to bed because i need to be aware of tomorrow and i need to wake up with a little bit of drive and if i wake up with drive i can probably get that thing that i needed to get done before bed done right when i wake up mm -hmm. there's always that possibility so, too yeah there's so many time sinks in your day that are not needed and mm -hmm. you're like take a look i mean say like if take a journal you know like write down like okay before you go to bed, I'm like, how did I spend my day? Well, it's even like on your phone. Cause again, it's easy and convenient to have your phone right there. I'm like, okay, I woke up at this time. What time did you, what time did you make breakfast or what time did you leave for, for work? You know, what did you do? And think about what you do in between that time. How did you spend your lunch at work? Was it just eating? Did spend, did you take your whole hour or half hour to eat? Well, how every time in between your free time spent at lunch at work or when you got home, you know, when you get home at five, six o'clock in, in the afternoon, what did you do from the time you got home to time you went to bed did you spend 30 minutes on the couch like relaxing did you spend an hour watching a show did you, you can catch up on the bachelor or whatever it may be you know like or and then you and then you take that list like okay what can i change out for something that's going to help me improve my day-to-day -day, right now, maybe i don't need to watch bachelor all right mm -hmm. maybe i can maybe i can 
binge on The Bachelor on a Saturday and be more active during the week, you know, mm-hmm. instead of watching it, spending an hour of the, you know, the day <laughs> throughout Monday through Friday. And because once you sit down and watch TV, you're not getting back up. to get up. Right? So, <laughs> so and one hour turns into two hours. And you're like, okay, uh-huh. let me be a little bit more relaxing on myself on a Sunday, get caught up on my shows, but then really be main, main or focused and focused on myself throughout the week. I think it comes down to uh, identifying your vices. Like we all have vices, mm-hmm. right? Identify them, see where they can fit in and not throw you off of your entire plan um, for a bigger picture and a and better vision. Um, and then also uh, considering the fact that, you know, we're talking about spending time again, um, just be comfortable with understanding what you have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is, you know, every Friday, Saturday, as I'm leaving work, and people are like, what are you doing tonight? I said, nothing. I'm, like, I'm going home, and I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not going to go downtown? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not, because you know why? Because I have to wake up tomorrow at 6.30 to be at the gym at 7 to meet this guy, um, and that's my sacrifice, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I could go out, you know, have drinks and whatever else and not make it to my workout, and I could be sacrificing on the other end because I could indulge in then, but I know, like, hey, I already told myself I'm going to the gym on Sunday. I'm going to the gym on Sunday nothing's going to get in the way of that so having a plan is also super huge and getting what you need done you know mm-hmm. write down what you want to do it for a day you know, i know i want to get this done because when you write it down and set it set it forward for yourself you're more likely we're like okay if i have time i'm going to do this yeah right because if you say that you're not going to make time you're just going to wait for there to, for there to be time right like okay at three o'clock i'm got to go to the bank to do this or i gotta go to the grocery store to get this and like okay it's in my schedule it's there it's gonna happen at a time i know i have free time during that space there's nothing else during that time that's a time for me to do what i have planned to get done if you're willing to wake up super early to to go to work and be there for somebody else then you why are you not willing to wake up early and do something good for yourself um like that's that's first and foremost it, it makes it that simple if you and then no because it's, i'm glad you said that because something I, I repeat in my mind over and over again is that if you snooze your alarm and still make it to work on time you work harder for other people than you were willing to work for yourself mm-hmm. right and if you think about that again if you snooze your alarm because you set your alarm at a certain time of the day right in the morning for you to get up because you have a plan for yourself or make a nice mm-hmm. breakfast or whatever else in, in the morning Right. You snooze that you canceled out, you know, 10 minutes of your morning that was planned for yourself, but you still make it to work on time for your employer or for your client, whatever it may be. So you're willing to sacrifice your time to make it so you can spend your full time and attention for them. Right. You're not getting the things that you want to do. Maybe you don't meditate. Maybe you don't cook a good breakfast. Maybe you don't stretch. Maybe you don't uh, do a five-minute, you know, squat, push-up, uh, dip workout before you go to work. Then you're not prioritizing your goals as much as you are theirs. Mm-hmm. And that um, that's tough. That it's a hard place to move forward um from because Mm -hmm. if you you, you're not holding yourself accountable you're not seeing the value in your life and your quality of life you're not seeing the value of your possibilities more than the value of someone else giving you a paycheck then you have uh some some serious uh you know digging to do to figure out like what's your passion what's your why how are you going to push forward how are you going to make the 
proper sacrifices to have the influence that you want, not only on your life, but the other people around you, mm-hmm. right? Like every, every decision impacts um, your future impacts and or your future decisions and every in, impact um, gives someone the opportunity to follow that suit. So uh, the guy who ran the four minute mile, he decided to do that. Mm-hmm. And that allowed someone else to then Oh, that's possible. No bone. Mm-hmm. Meet him knowing that he's going to be there this morning at the gym <clears throat> allowed me to be like, all right, if he woke up and did it, I'm, I'm going to wake up and do it. He also knows no he's going to get a, bun- a butt ton of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't show up. Yeah, that as well. But that's uh, that's good. That's the accountability that's the drawback, part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the accountability part of it. And talking about the guy with the before, I think I saw, I don't know who put but you might know. It might have been you, but I saw someone post. It was like a, a saying from Usain Bolt. He's like, I trained four years for nine seconds mm-hmm. and people quit after two months after not seeing progress. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that. And to bring it full circle, like the easiest understanding of like how I spend my time, I'm not even joking. 90% of the videos that I post on Instagram are done while I'm sitting on the toilet. Like, <laughs> I, is he doing I edit, I edit the I'm video like, as well. Like, oh, he just posted. <laughs> <laughs> I edit the video as well. I sit on like, it's quote unquote wasted time. But, yeah. um, you know, some people say like the easiest way to get through a book is just have it in your bathroom. You know, mm-hmm. don't bring your phone in the bathroom. You know, when you're sitting there, like everyone, I'm pretty sure everyone that sits on the toilet looks for something to read yeah. you know when you forget your phone you're reading like toothpaste bottles yeah. you gotta read something while you're sitting there it's so like, put, put a little book in there it's like oh book and you just read a page or two three pages right and then by the time you know it, your business is done and you got you made progress on that book yeah and i i do that i have this stack of books right here i read two to three pages a night and i fall asleep i usually fall asleep with it like and i end up just i close it i put it off to my side i turn you know the uh i turn the um the lamp off and i'm right back asleep out like a light it puts me to sleep too it's a good thing it's just matter of uh not getting caught up in uh, minute things mm-hmm. i think having patience looking long term all that stuff is important yeah so you have any questions for me i do not right now i do not no mm. not a single question what was the first sport you played um, organized yeah like sport teams so organized team sport like school whatever or league um, I think it was, it was either hockey or baseball. It was, um, it was probably baseball because I turned, I, I started playing when I was four and five. Like I went to actual, like I was on a team at that point. What position you playing baseball? Not when you first started, because you weren't playing. <laughs> um, when I was four, I played. <laughs> I was the pitcher. <laughs> AKA, I stood on the mound. Yeah. And some adult that. threw the ball. <laughs> um, actually, no, there wasn't even throwing. You hit off a tee. Um, 
Um, fun fact though, in because they have like uh, they have when you're in the majors, you're like ten to twelve. When you're in AAA, you're like seven to ten. Right. And then um, in the double A, you're like five to seven, right? So you were playing in the majors when you were five? No, you no, in, in, no, when I was, uh, no, when I was eight, I played in the majors. But when I was in double A and I was hit, there was playing someone that was like actually good enough to not hit off the tee mm-hmm. so you could throw the ball to him. I threw a spitball. I was like, because <laughs> I played so much of the computer, the backyard baseball on the computer that I thought it was like a real effect that it had on the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got some slack, uh, caught some slack after that one. Dude, why did, uh, did you, Dylan, did you, did you spit on the ball? <laughs> My dad, that was his question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, first of all, why? <laughs> that would not fly with COVID. <laughs> first of all, why? And then second, don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, what was your other question? Uh, what position? Yeah, well, like when, so I guess um, when you're high school or when, you, so, uh, when you're old enough to have positions yeah no no so i um by the time you're you know i was first baseman i was no i was i was uh just kind of well-rounded in a sort so i i was a pitcher i was a catcher i played shortstop um second base um and outfield um but then as it started to like narrow in i started to play like second base pitcher catcher um middle school i started in the outfield high school i didn't um play until i was a senior um i i was just a pitcher because basically i i wanted to focus entirely on basketball and um it ended up that i was my best friends all my friends played baseball they're all on the baseball team my best friend was the catcher so it was like spring springtime we were just messing around in the gym after school before they had practice and I was, I was like, oh, I haven't done this in a while. And I'm throwing to my to my best friend, who we also played football together. And he was the center for the football team. So um, shout out, Matt, if you're listening. Um, and he, uh, <laughs> and basically, so Matt <clears throat> was catching and I'm sitting there throwing and uh, the baseball coach walks in and he's like, he's like, are you serious? You didn't tell me that you could like that because <laughs> it was just like he's got a golden arm yeah. <laughs> and um by the end of the season i threw my arm out yeah so that was fun but um that was it that was yeah i basically i i went to i batted twice that season <laughs> that was it um and i played first in a game uh where we had ran out of pitchers and um we had like this crazy scenario we were in we were playing a double header someone got hurt blah blah blah. i ended up playing first base yeah. first base is like really like an important position isn't it? very tough position yeah. i mean i don't know like you got to be flexible you got to be uh reactive very reactive and um you have to uh like nine like like majority of the time the ball is coming towards you after a hit yeah, yeah. like yeah all the time yeah <laughs> it's getting thrown to you and not always in the the best uh you know way yeah, yeah. so that was cool um all right uh last question yeah. before we close out um uh, if you had to do one exercise <clears throat> Ooh. right say you had to do a one exercise workout what exercise would it be one exercise workout um it would probably be a turkish get up Ooh. 
<laughs> like at first I said deadlift, I'm like no Turkish get out, more full body. Yeah, more full body. Yeah. yeah. And it integrates uh different movement patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not so sagittal. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Guys, thank you for listening. We can honestly go on for for yeah, we forever. <laughs> We're gonna go make some burgers and enjoy uh, some food and it's beautiful out. Hopefully it's beautiful wherever you're listening from. Um tell them where to follow you for a good time. Because, well, for a good time or for uh, uh, so if you guys want to follow me on Instagram it's uh inverted like being upside down underscore Josh. Uh don't post that often but when I do some good content. More uh, more stories. Yeah I used to, uh, I, I used to yeah. post my workouts daily. So if you're interested um seeing what we do when we're in the gym. If I see some followers pop up I'm probably motivated to start posting again. If not I won't do it. Um, do we say like, comment, and subscribe here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, uh, if you wanna, and share. If you wanna, if you wanna support us, like, comment, and subscribe mm-hmm. uh, for more content. Again, we could talk about it all day, so maybe there's a part two somewhere. For sure. Um, other than that, uh, thank you, bro. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thanks yeah. for having me. First podcast killed it. Bam. Natural. <laughs> Zach Efron, don't forget. Yes, Zach Efron, <laughs> don't forget. And um, uh, until next time. Be limitless. Peace out. What's up, LT Tribe? DFOS here. Just to express my gratitude and say thank you for tuning in and continuously commenting, liking, sharing, and subscribing to the episodes and the content that we are bringing you. It is helping so, so much. Once again, I want to say thank you and hope you have a great rest of your day. What's up, Luminous Theory Tribe? Hope you enjoyed the episode. I wanted to take a second to give you an opportunity to save 10% off on anything in the Limitless Theory apparel store. Everything from beach towels to coffee mugs, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and tank tops, and much, much more new styles rolling out all the time. Use code LT10 at checkout for 10% off. LT10 at checkout, all capitalized. For 10% off anything Limitless Theory apparel related. And all you have to do is take a picture and tag us so that you can get 10% off again next time. Peace. DFOS here. I know y'all understand how much of a nutrition freak I am. And when I heard the world's most nutrient-dense food, you know I had to tune in, listen, and get learned. So I need y'all to check out the LT360 podcast I did with Katherine Arnston, the founder of Energy Bits, an algae-based nutrition company. It is not a supplement. It is a one-ingredient superfood, and it is recognized as the most nutrient-dense food on the planet by the World Health Organization and others. So go check out energybits.com and make sure to use the discount code Limitless Theory at checkout for 20% off. You will not be disappointed because you will have the most nutrient-dense food in your pantry in the world. Go check it out now. Peace. D. Foss here. If you're anything like me, you love free 99. That's why I want you to head over to thelimitlesstheory.com backslash free. I dedicated this portion of my website to specifically give you free tips, tricks, resources to check out and use for free and also give you an opportunity to support other small local business owners 
like myself who have often already been on my podcast and you may already know. So head over to thelimitlesstheory.com backslash free to see what free 99 can do for you. DFOS here to tell you about my new favorite kitchen appliance. And no, it is not a pan or even a utensil, but instead it is my new pure H2O water filter. It sits behind my kitchen sink. It removes up to 97% of chlorine from my tap water and 77 other contaminants. We know that our bodies are made up of 72% water and there is a strong connection between the quality of the water that we intake and the quality and longevity of our life. So we have to make sure it is the cleanest and purest water we can get. With Pure H2O, I know that every time I turn my sink on, I'm getting the best and cleanest water possible. So if you want to learn more, head over to thelimitlesstheory.com slash shop and you can learn more about Pure H2O. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. Adios. DFOS here with another important sponsor. This one is awesome. It is a way to get high, high, high quality meat delivered straight to your door by Ristelli's Meat Market. It was established in 1976. They are now a global leader in the highest quality meat. And it is awesome. If you are an unfranchised owner like myself, you can earn anywhere from 22 to 27.5% IBV on your orders. And if you are a customer through shop.com backslash limitless theory, you can also earn cash back every time you buy your high quality meats for you and your family. Not only can you get filet mignon and burgers and chicken, but you can also get salmon and tuna and shrimp and even a combination of regular meat and seafood. So make sure to check out Ristelli's, but most of all, check out shop.com backslash Limitless Theory to learn more.